ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Cult Coffee and Conversation. My name is Carl. And I'm Holly. And we'd like to welcome you back to another fantastic episode as we take the journey down to the wild, wild country. That's right, wild, wild country. We are now talking about episode five. If you have not watched it, we recommend that you watch it. So you can just pretty much catch up with the rest of us. Anyway, time to do the disclaimer. We're just normal, regular people. Uh, we don't hold any special degrees in religion or anything like that. This is our own personal opinion, and it's uh, for entertainment purposes. Alrighty, so let's get into it. First, I am drinking a delicious espresso roast coffee. Bold. Amazing. Let me guess. What are you drinking? I am drinking Corducio. Yum. Ah, sense of pattern. Alrighty, so there we go. Okay, we've done the coffee. It's time to start the conversation. Yes, let's get started. About the cults. All right, here we go. Episode 5, where the Empress strikes back. That's right, we're talking about Sheila. Now, Sheila is gone. Now, this is 1985. And of course, now she is in Germany. Now, it says right here in the first quote uh, coming up, it's got Miss Shanti B. Uh, she mentions that they're happy about being in Germany. You know, you see them sitting down at the table in their a place that they're, they're staying at. And, of course, the ranch calls. And it spoke with each person individually, and that's when it really hit that the Bogwan was sending the dogs after us, as she says in quote. And he was clear that he was out to destroy Sheila. Whether you love Sheila or hated her, she did her job well, and she did it for him. That scene with all of them so happy, they were even beat that they were there. Yes. They're jovial. And the pressure was off. Yeah. As they, soon as they got that relief. call, that it was all everything. brought it down to, oh boy, you know. Uh, the reality hit. The reality did hit. There was a TV interview yes. and Sheila with Sheila, and there was some several questions. And one of the questions to Sheila was, are you ever going to wear the red robe again? And that red robe was really pretty, and it had one of the symbols on it, and it's more of a capy robe thing. Yeah, the symbol, the symbol of the Roshanish Purim, yes. Yes. And she said the Bhagwan was upset because she was the only one who ever confronted him. Yes, that is correct. And her confrontation was broadcast back to him, and they had this where they showed him listening to what she had said. Yeah, there were there was a the, just the the picture set up is where he's sitting in his big old huge throny chair, oh. and then there's the guy who was actually <laughs> interviewing her back where she was at in, in Germany. Germany. Yes. Yeah, so he was sitting down in front of the Bogwan in his throny chair, and next to to his to the Bogwan's left, the reporter's right, was the television of the recording of Sheila, and Sheila said what? She said. On one hand, you're a genius and a beautiful man. On the other, you exploit people by using their human frailty and emotion. So he was very angry about that. Uh, Sheila admitted that she oversaw part of a con. Yeah, it was a big con. Okay. She admitted that the Bhagwan was not interested in enlightenment laughed at the accusations of poisoning the doctor. Yeah, where uh, he's like, oh, because the interviewer was saying, you know, that he, he was asking all these questions, well, this is what he's saying. And he's like, oh, he mentioned that you 
had one of her co- uh, cohorts poison the doctor, and she just started laughing. She laughed. She said, well, did she do a good did job? Did she do a good job? The doctor's still alive. alive. So they go, I guess she, she didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and yeah. so she, the, in turn, the Bogwan uh, starts attacking verbally her back. Yeah, he, he starts lashing back. And, of course, uh, in his wonderful way of speaking English is that she's on drugs, very hard drugs, and that she was uh, jealous and he, she always wanted me. So he started, he's kind of playing on her emotions, which probably all of this is true. I would imagine it was true. Yeah, and then he said this, which, which really got the stew stirring, as they say. A love affair never dies. I'm sorry, a love affair never ends. It can turn into a hate affair. Yes. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, she didn't prove to be a perfect woman. She proved to be the perfect bitch. And then, of course, you hear the the fake laughs. In the <laughs>, <laughs> yeah, very annoying. She's and this is he also continued saying that she is going to. I'm sorry, she's going more and more insane before she goes to jail. Either she will kill herself of the burden of the crimes or she will suffer the whole life in prison. So his music, his English is really choppy. Yeah, it's almost impossible sometimes to, as we know, as we talked about different words, I thought it was one thing and you, you actually showed me it was another word. Thank you, subtitles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sheila, she felt that the Bhagwan was broken. He pained as I pained when leaving him. Yeah. And that's why he lashed out. He said it, a love affair be, can become a hate, hate affair. affair. Yeah, and that was a perfect example of it. Yes. She said, I know... Too much. Yes, she said, I know too much. My family is fearful today of what the Bhagwan Sanyasins will do today. Even today. Yeah, even today she's fearful for her life. Well, her family feels that she's fearful for her life. I don't think she is. Oh, please, no. Mm-mm. That woman ain't afraid of... <laughs> That's right. She's not afraid She's of the fearless. guillotine, is she? The, no, the guillotine. Yes. So, of course, then you have a Mashanti B bring uh, comes back. She was mentioning that it brought us together, you know, the struggle. I was following Sheila's lead. I became absolutely devoted to her, and be- she became my substitute master. So, so Sheila ended up, uh, the word. She became, a, actually, for all the people that left, there were 21 people in the Penzion in Germany. They were all living there. That was 25. 25? She said 21. Maybe a few of them left, okay, you know, possible, in between. Because yeah. I know 25 left with her. Okay. The and the, Yeah, but I don't that know if they right. all managed to stay together. But Good point. Yeah, yeah they were right. there. Because Katie, they thought, well, that's jumping ahead. Yeah. But anyway, Sheila said the words were, Bhagwan's words were making her back stronger for her and her people. But... As Carl mentioned to me, he, she was still wearing her necklace or her mala. Yeah, her mala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that had the picture of the Bhagwan on it. Yeah, it, did. it does. It does. So then it comes back to back at the ranch, back in Oregon. You know, there's sunny, you know, sunshine. When they were talking about when Sheila left, it was like a bomb went off, right? The questions were in the community was who was staying, who was going. Is the Bhagwan staying or going? What was the future of their movement? You know, the depth of sorrow became of the fact that they 
went the way they did like you know yeah, what, what was their crew. mentality what was, yeah, Sheila's crew how could have they gone so wrong being next to the Bhagwan this is Sunny saying yeah this, this is Sunny taking like she was just she couldn't believe the clamped <laughs> yeah she couldn't believe that anybody so close to the Bhagwan could go so wrong yeah because she's not she's still kind of outside the inner circle yeah she was outside the it. inner circle yeah of course then uh, Swami shows up and the reaction the overall reaction was relief he said that Sheila was gone so he ended up calling her a power mad megalomaniac so he didn't have really much to say as far as more relief feeling than than sadness or shock Kind of shocked, but not not as much as Sunny. But then, uh, well, you know, fast forward a little bit. Hasia then has been chosen to be the uh, the personal secretary. Okay, so Hasia was the producer, and her husband was the Hollywood producer for The Godfather. Yeah, and she was a much different person than Sheila. She was very more soft spoken. She looked like she was a more loving person. Yeah, had a, she had a softer softer tone of voice, softer look overall. Very, it's basically a 180 of what Sheila was. Right, and she was doing her best to defuse the situation. Our arms are open to the Oregon people, palms up. So she wanted to defuse all of this, and I know back to some of the the relief when Sheila and her crew left, the normal rank and file were talking to the press and saying, yeah, you know, since they left, I feel like... You know, I have a relief. I'm not so anxious about what I'm going to say. Maybe someone's going to come up to me and tell me I have to leave the ranch. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Now, when Sheila left, she also took half of the city council as well as the mayor, who was KD. Yeah, KD. Mm-hmm. And Swami became the new mayor at Roshnish Purim. That was the that was Bhagwan's suggestion and of course his his reaction was oh good more, more work. work to do yeah more work to, like, it's what i need is more work to do right but he did accept that he nomination did. he did take, he did take the honor now it goes over to uh, mr weaver who pops up into the the next now, this mr weaver is uh this mr weaver is the attorney, attorney general uh, attorney general mm-hmm. um he pops up and he says there's two huge mistakes he made he Meaning being the Bhagwan. Bhagwan. Okay. The Bhagwan broke his silence. That was the first one. And then the second one, uh, then turning on Sheila in a very public way. A quote, there was not just growing carrots out in the fields. There was more more into this. That which invited the FBI on the ranch because of all the allegations that the Bhagwan was bringing up at that time on television. When he kept talking and, and saying she did this, she did that. What when the, some the, of the accusations was she tried to murder? She the tried doctor. to murder. Mur, yeah, she tried to murder the doctor. The, the doctor. Also, uh, the, the poisoning. The poisoning of the of of the dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the uh, assassination attempts of. Oh, she, it was the appointee. The it was the attorney general of the United States, I believe. Yes. Yes, because that, that was the one that Ronald Reagan appointed. Ronald Reagan appointed. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So he basically spilled the beans on everything, and with him more talking, raised up more questions, which gave the FBI the actual key to get in. That's quite right. Because all Bogwan was thinking is, "Oh, I'm going to get Sheila. I'm going to get, get Sheila." Sheila. He get didn't Sheila. even think about any of that. Which, also, we were kind of surprised that Swami did not think ahead strategically at this point. Yeah, well, of what could have been the what if factor. Yeah, yeah. unless. 
he wasn't able to influence. He wasn't able to influence. He may not have been in that inner circle. No, a Bhagwan at all. No, well, because it says right here, Swami said that he, well, they cooperated with all of the law enforcement uh, agencies that came, turned over <laughs> 10,000 tapes, were turned over. They found the hidden tunnel underneath yeah. Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus Grove. Grove. And also the, the, uh, the bunker. Uh, they found that bunker and then, of course, found all the recording equipment and the spy equipment and the devices yes. all over. And they mentioned that uh, if if one person did it for eight hours a day, going through all the tapes, it would have taken that person more than two years to go through it. So there's And evidently, a they had every place on that ranch they bugged. had bugged. Yeah, yeah, it was all bugged. It was all bugged. And, of course, we did know that she uh, wiretapped inside Bogwan's, uh house yeah and the, he also brought that up too while talking about sheila so yes so now the tapes did reveal the uh different uh, assaults and battery and attempted murder so that's when the sanctions were starting to, to to brew yeah he was mentioning that's all they could even focus on there was so many other probably smaller crimes yeah but that they didn't care about all that no they had to go to the, the assaults the battery and the attempted murder yeah and then of course and that's where they talk about they're, they're built up of their arsenal. Uh, Shanti B describes a mission that she was told by Sheila. She said, I want you to fly down to Texas. Mm -hmm. And they flew down to Texas. She was with a few other people. And they drove around to each gun store. Yeah. They, they would purchase guns. Mm -hmm. Oh, and before that, they were told what to purchase. Small weapons. Yeah, small weapons. There was some other expert that would tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. And so they would go, they'd buy these guns, and then as soon as they were in the car, they'd rip up the receipts laughing because... I don't know why they thought that would do anything. <laughs> right. You know, well, because you know if they come in and pay cash... Yeah, I bet that wouldn't fly today at all. This no, is back in the 80s, early 80s. Early 80s, yeah. And in Texas. Yeah. And the reason they did it in Texas is probably they had the most liberal gun laws, too. Oh, they do. Okay. So they did that, and she placed the guns in a bag, and she took the Greyhound bus all, all the way back to Portland. Yeah. She was met at the station with someone else who took the guns, and she never saw that bag again. Yeah, so, yeah, it would just vanish. Mm -hmm. So, and it goes back over to the uh, the FBI back on the ranch, and they're beginning to search the lake for weapons. Now, during their search for everything, they all, they did uncover a weapon. That was, that's when they found out the, the plot to kill uh, Dave, uh, Dave uh, Fraunmeier and Charles Turner. Okay. Now, uh, David Fraunmeier's daughter found a, a dead animal with newspapers and articles within it, so... They were they they're doing their best to harass him because to find out is that they were spying and and doing all these types of acts, you know, uh, you know I don't call it practical jokes or anything, but forms of harassment. Harassment, yes, forms and, of harassment and for, fact, for months and months and months. Well, and months. Shanti B was involved with this as we spoke of the before prior. Mm -hmm. that she was wait, waiting in, in McDonald's. McDonald's smoking for the first time. Yes, <laughs> and she was she was there waiting, and, and he didn't come out that time. That's correct. And that was part of you know another assassination plot. That's correct. That is correct. So uh, then, while they're doing the digging, they they just so happen to go by the. Uh, Drug Medical Corporation. Okay, the Drug Medical Corporation, they had a full 
drug company there they were the pharmacy mm-hmm. they also formulated drugs i'm not sure but they were experimenting yes and this is where the salmonella comes in part they, of it yes yes mm-hmm. now who's in charge of that that her name is ma anan puja mm-hmm. and she was a nurse okay okay but she was in charge of all the ordering and dispensing of the drugs now this part was Interestingly enough, when they had a lot of trouble with the homeless people in Share a Home program, oh, well, street people, street people, they call them street people. Oh, they so, did, yeah, they huh? Street people. Well, that That's was fine, those days, or. right? Those, those days, yeah, they're called yeah. street people. Yeah, and they were. They they remember they had issues with them, so the only way they could kind of mellow them out is they put a drug into the beer into the beer that they were dispensing and it was only to them yes and she was the one dispensing it she didn't want any other sannyasin to drink that beer right she used them as an internal an internal tool to regulate people and the poisoning of the doctor yep that was her she's the one who gave she's the one who gave mishan to be the needle okay and the poisoning at the coffee that was given to sunny now Did you want to talk about what happened to Sonny? Basically what happened was was that you know no I'll let you. Okay, let so you. Sonny was asked by the FBI, do you know of any time where you feel like you might have been poisoned? And then she starts re- relaying a story about how she was given a cup of coffee, she drank the coffee, immediately had to go to the restroom. She was in there feeling terrible and the doctor came and she he said unlock the door unlock the door the ambulance is coming yeah okay so they hauled her off she barely remembers anything because she was going in and out she was in a coma for three days and then she wakes up well the reason that she figured out was because one of the times when the Bhagwan was driving in his Rolls Royce and everybody was lined up, there was all these roses on the hood. Yeah. He rolled down, or she looked at him and said, do you want me to take the roses? And he rolled down his window and said, Sonny, I want you to take all the roses. And she didn't even know he knew her name. Yeah, she, she only took... Yeah, she took one, one rose, yeah. And then he, he rolled goes, it no, down Sonny. and said... I want you to take all the roses. And you see a clip where, where she's, she's taking all, taking the, all roses. the roses. Yep. And she's all happy. Everyone's happy. But obviously, Sheila either A, saw that on a film, or she was in the car. I'm not sure with the Bhagwan at the time. Yeah. But that was because she saw that Sunny got some kind of attention. Special from, attention. And she did not like it. So that's why she. Yeah, Sunny called it was straight up woman jealousy or yes. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so what Swami uh, then Swami pops up and he says that you know any anyone who was given juice by Bhagwan, well he says Osha, but uh, Osho, but Sheila targeted them, so they were a target. So people uh, now during this time, they're, they're, remember they're still they're still cooperating with the investigation, right, with the with the FBI. So they were given uh, people were starting to speak. After Bhagwan, of course, obviously gave their permission because at, at one time you didn't talk to the press. You know, it came about that a lot of the a lot of the information that was coming out that they were giving the FBI wasn't about Bhagwan. It was all towards Sheila. Everything was towards Sheila. Now during this time, that's where they found out that the the Dow's poisoning came from the Rajneesh to affect the election, which we knew in season, in in a couple episodes prior, but. 
this made it official. They actually was like, okay. But they were blaming Sheila for that. They were blaming Sheila for that. And uh, they called it a dry run because it was just an attempt to see what would happen to it. And they would break it down that they were wearing long sleeves and somehow they were able to some tubing or some sort of a dispensary part in in the sleeves they would go to all the salad bars and they would just you know hover over it and just sprinkle it here sprinkle it there all that kind of stuff boy it really makes you kind of <laughs> wonder about all of that salad bars boy i'm i'm gonna be scarred for life for a, a while a, a while because wow. there's a certain you know buffet place i don't even like going period before this so <laughs> it's not gonna improve my odds of going back uh, but then also then there was another story that came out about poisoning the uh, the water supply. Oh, man. Yeah. And this is where we call the beaver story, which I'll go ahead and get into it. Basically, what they were going to do is that they noticed that the beavers were, you know, could carry the bacteria, blah, blah, blah. So what they do is they decide infect beavers, infect beavers with the, with the salmonella. And they were going to go to the water supply. And they had open water supply they at the time. They had open water supply. And they came from down from Mount Hood. Yeah. And they were going to introduce the beavers into the yeah. water system. So what happened was they noticed that, yes, it's an open one, but there's also grates. Right, because I guess it's something that came and then they were going to... Well, what they were going to do is just plop it in and just have them go ham on it. But, but they couldn't get they in. They couldn't get in. The beavers couldn't get in. The beavers couldn't because of the grates. So they took the beavers... And then they blended them up. Yeah, they killed them, they blended killed them, them up. Blended them up. And put the whatever was in that mixture into the water supply. Into the supply. water supply, yeah. But that was never a verified story, that but wasn't it was told to... To, to, to uh, one of the district attorneys by someone on the inside there. who was there saying that this is what they did. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to even think about that. Yeah, I don't think you want to bring it up. Yeah, now it's safe, you know, 20, uh, 30 plus years later that, okay, this is what happened. You know, so anyway. So now Jim Weaver was right all along. Now he, Jim Weaver was the congressman who stood up yes. in an empty uh, House, House of Representatives, Representatives and nobody was listening, but he wanted to get it on record via C-SPAN, all his his uh, supposition about this group, and it ended up Boom, there well, he, it was. He got flack from the locals and the local yes. people were going thought he was just crazy. And now he's a hero. Dun, 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 dun. He was he said he was even talking to Republicans. Yeah, he got a standing ovation from Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so with all this going on, the INS now steps in back to the immigration. Now now the INS raises their eyebrows again again uh, for the Bogwan. Now with Sheila leaving and the Bogwan opening up to all the illegal activity obviously is going to raise some interest okay because if she's willing to do this what about the rest of the stuff in regarding his status mm -hmm. so uh when the word got out that the community was a was a, about to uh sorry about litigation against other people inside the commune because that was spreading out very easily because you know there are some guilty parties in there is that uh, uh and everyone started to look out for number one is what the quote was. People started to look out for number one. So then, of course... Uh, so the Swami it, yeah, says... Yeah, the attention goes back to, to Swami. Yeah, honest. so Swami says that the Bhagwan didn't know about Sheila's illegal activities. Don't believe it. The Bhagwan thought it was a game. Uh, it's called a... Garrison device. Okay. Garrison so, device. So now let's talk about this just for one moment. One, I want to say that I do not believe that Swami is, is right on this. Uh, I believe that the Bhagwan did. He he orchestrated all of it. I 
I, he, he's got to. Because, okay, for example, okay, let's just go down this, 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 this topic for a second. Okay, let's say he didn't know. Let's, let's believe that he didn't know. If he didn't know this was going on, but he sees what's going on, why is he not raising... Why is he still shutting up? Well, because Swami could say, well, because... Plausible deniability? Yeah. You know, plausible deniability, I guess. I mean... So now, uh, yeah, so we don't believe that he didn't know. We believe he orchestrated it. He used Sheila to fulfill his wishes so then he could, you know, blame her. But I want you to talk about this Gergafin device that now, they Now, the Gergafin explained. device was about... Uh, there was a mystic called... I think his name was Ger... Ger- I can't really pronounce his name correctly, so I'm not even going to say He's a Russian, a Russian gentleman. He would put people in situations mentally to see what they're really truly made of. They would always test the will and the might of, of other people. And he went around all these places putting people in these type of situations. And I don't think these people knew that those were situations that were created for their testing. No, no, no. He did this for his... I, my opinion, and just my opinion, I think he did this for his pleasure. Because he's, to me, he's very narcissistic and a sociopath. So it wouldn't shock me uh, if he did do it on purpose. So this device was something that the Bhagwan used. Well, it's it's not like a physical device. It's no, no, a no. It's, it's a mental game. It's a mental, game. It's a mental it's a game. game. It's a, to him, it's a mental game. And Swami was talking about was how talking it about was it. a yeah. mental game. Because he was the challenging the pressures to see what the U.S. was made of, or the United States was made of, what Sheila was made of, what the community was. Basically, it was a test of will, strength, and you know where are you, where are you truly in regards to this. So anyway, so... Uh, the Bhagwan, of course, begins this pro-American speech where he says that the U.S. is the hope of the world, but it must deprogram. From be, dirty politics. Be, be, yeah, must be deprogrammed uh, from dirty politics, fanatic religion, and the hypocrisy. Now, also, uh, Bhagwan said that Sheila started the Rajneesh religion without her permission. Um, without his permission? Without, without his permission, which, okay... And he, uh, so he decides to destroy everything. Well, first off, I don't believe that Sheila decided to make this religion. No, okay, and let's get get back on that again. Okay, so, without the religion that she quote-unquote created, he would not be in Oregon. He would not have all these Rolls Royces. He would not have all this connection. He He would still be in India. Doing his little thing in that little apartment from episode one. We talked about his little tiny, not his tiny apartment, but his little place that he has, town hall. He'd still be there. So for him to say that she didn't have permission, but he had no problem reaping the benefits of it, I think that's just absolutely asinine. That's garbage. Right. I, I believe that too. But he decided that, oh, and we did say the reason he had... We talked about his revision of his visa. Yeah, okay. At first, it was a dissident. Dissident. And then after a couple of years, he had to get it changed, and he wanted to be a religious worker. Yeah, religious worker. Okay, so now, since he wants to destroy this, this is where you're fueling the fire of the INS. Because now you're just, you're, you want to break the whole thing down, saying, well, I didn't start this religion. Sheila did. Well, dude, you're here for 
religious of work. religious work. So... Well, yeah, so there's suspicion is being raised. Oh, absolutely. So, but he, you know, he's a very narcissistic person himself and doesn't think of... He is not a very good strategist in this at, at this time. Okay, so... Cer- cer- certain yeah. aspects of him, he is very intelligent. But, on the other hand, he's also an idiot. So, the next thing that happens is well, the, he decides he's going to destroy the religion. Destroy the religion. And the first thing is Rajneeshis can now wear whatever they want. Yes, let's talk about that for a second. They were they were talking about how one of the girls is like, if I can get my hands on a turquoise sweater, I'd be the happiest woman alive. So this is where where he says in the speech of deprogramming, this is what, what's going on. Okay, so they're going to take... Away the their or- red the and red orange, and orange, red and orange clothes. Done. So now they're going to look like a normal, normal people. They yeah. want to now reintegrate into yes. society. Yep. And they're going to shed their malas, which is a necklace. The and necklace. Can you describe the necklace? Yes, I can. The necklace basically is about I want to say, eighteen inches overall, somewhere in that eighteen to twenty-one inches long. Now it's all beads, mostly beads. It looks like, like what monks wear. But at the end, instead of that little toggle that they have, it is a sphere, and it's got the Bhagwan's face on it. Okay. Hello. <laughs> They're saying no separation from one person to another. They're free of their conditioning. And yeah, this would Sheila's be conditioning. Sheila's conditioning. That's correct. Okay. First time the whole history of mankind, a religion has died. This is a quote from the Bhagwan. From the Bhagwan himself. Now, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but, you know, he's... Narcissistic, yes. so it rolls with it. He also mentioned that, so this, the community decides, which from Bhagwan, they're going to burn Sheila's robes. Now, this is the red robe that she had yeah, been asked about yeah, before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she left it behind. Yeah. The books and the rites and prayers of the Rosh Nishis burned. Yeah, so the original, like I guess from what I understand is, is that when you want to become a Rosh Nish, there is a book and it's the, uh, it's the rites and prayers of the Rosh Nish. That's what the title of the book is called. Okay, and this is something that they would purchase? Yes, they would purchase. Now it shows that, what is the secretary's name again? I, I just drew a blank right now. Hasia. Hasia. So there's Hasia. So you see, there's Hasia. So you got a pile of books, and it's on a. Uh, it's kind of like, like on a, a gurney, a stretcher. Yeah, a stretcher. So they have the pile of books. They have Sheila's red robe over it. Yeah. What did she say though? What did she say though? She said that this robe is when Sheila wanted to be the high priestess, right? So they put that on, and then she pulls out another robe, and it was just as nice, but a different style. Saying this was her robe to popedom. And everyone's like, oh. This is Hasia saying this. This is Hasia right? saying this. And then what do they do? The music starts playing and then they start burn, lighting up that crematorium. Okay, so it, the other thing is, is there's a whole bunch of um, sannyasins around. Yes. They're like in a celebratory mood. Yes, they are. Um, they're laughing. They're burning this, this whole gurney full of things. Yes. Okay. And so Sheila's... You know, Sheila is interviewed about this, and she says, she says it was like burning witches. Yeah, that was her word, yeah. Sheila says that it was his idea to start the religion, and I do believe that. I believe it. He needs an executive secretary to blame it on. Well, exclusive, exclusive secretary. Because I, I, I thought she said executive, but then thank God for the uh, subtitles. 
the subtitles, it was... Uh, uh, okay, so he needed so, someone yeah, to blame it. He needs someone it. to blame it on. So it was plausible deniability. She also quoted saying, they aren't burning me, they are burning Bhagwan and themselves. Yes. It shows how deep his sorrow and anger was. He was ready to burn me. Yeah. But he didn't. No, he didn't. And she didn't take offense to burning any of that. No, none at all. So so now the global attention is starting to pick up on this. The feud between him and her. So they're going back and forth, not a you know on on a continual basis. You know there's and it's all through the press. Busy. It's all through the press. It's all through the international press, because because remember she's in Germany. The the press is taking this on because it's, it's a juicy story. There, there's no two ways about it. This is some this is some just good just dirt that just hey we're talking about it. Okay. Yes. It works. Okay. So. Of course, he was saying that there was alleged, alleged money missing. Of course, there's dollar amounts, 45 million, 55 million, all that kind of stuff. But the thing is, is that when you take a look at where she has it in Germany, it says that, you know, she, she's talking about how the group has to survive. You know, they, they, they needed money. They did, they had to make some money because she was mentioning that, you know, when she was with the Rajneesh, she could move mountains, she could build cities, but in the real world, she wasn't able to she do wasn't that. Able to do that. So they had to find a way to. She had to, to find money. money, and it's funny. Back to the alleged millions that she took. Mm-hmm. If it were fifty-five million or thirty million or whatever it was in those days, double it now, they wouldn't have had to look for money. Mm-hmm. So I don't really believe. I'm sure she took some money. She had to. Had I'm not to. sure, but Stern magazine, which is a very popular magazine in Germany. Mm-hmm. Paid money for an interview with her. Yep, it was an exclusive. Exclusive story. So what they had to do was they they had to get away from this Penzion, which is a European hotel. So they snuck the group out via covered wagon and horses. Yeah. They got them into some vans, mm-hmm. and they ended up going over uh, on a ferry to this island of Joost, which is island on the North Sea, uh, north of Germany. Yeah. They were there, you know, talking about everything, and she ended up po- posing nude. Yeah, that's how you the get magazine. them Europeans, baby. Oh, yeah, that's normal <laughs> yeah, that's stuff normal. for over there. Right. And Shanti B was in the background just being herself, but she was said that she was a bodyguard. Quote, quote unquote, bodyguard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once they got that story out, then the press went wild. I mean, they found them. So the world press, after the story from Stern Magazine came out, they showed up at the island. Yeah, Sheila was mentioning that it was their number one most sold Oh yes, magazine. I think like they had the to history. reprint it. Yeah, so it was, basically they got their money's worth. They did. She was saying that the charges were nonsense. Yes. She's always going to deny that. Always And deny. I don't think she's ever admitted, even in her interviews at this time and in, in today's date. They left, or she left, because she no longer wanted to take bread out of people's mouths to buy Rolls Royces. Yeah. Well, that's really not why she left. No, but it's a nice shot. Because how many Rolls Royces did he have? 93 or something. Yeah, how much is a Rolls Royce? A lot of money mm-hmm. back even in those yeah, days. Yeah, times times 93 one times 93 you're looking at a millions and millions millions of dollars dollars just in cars so if you need money homeboy sell a couple and that million dollar watch you're wearing but that's another story for another time okay so once they talk about that then of course it's back to oregon again uh the fbi calls dan durov 
who is the uh, the city planner, uh, to help him with the raid. So now the FBI is setting up to go in here. Now, of course, this is a very sensitive subject because during this time, there's a lot of just tension brewing. I mean, this is just basically a power keg just waiting to blow. You know, so they got the search warrants, which were served uh, to raid the ranch. So the FBI, state, and local police had to, they had to, to play a role. Now, the raid was the perfect, ample opportunity to, to, to get their hands on the Bogwan. But the thing is, what they noticed is that they never told anybody. It was a very tight-knit situation in regards to that. So... Right, because they could not tell anybody about this raid. It's top secret. So, because when, when you're doing raids, if you get a tipster, then they can be prepared. They did not want them to have guns ready as they raided to be firing back. They were worried that this was a Jonestown situation ready to blow up, and these people were going to protect the Bogwan at any cost. And they did have that firepower, Carl Hawk. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk get about to that, we'll get in, to a that in a little bit. But, but this was just the first one coming in. This wasn't the second one. So there's like oh, a plan that's within right. the there plan. Was there's two raids. raids. There's two raids. Sorry this is about the first that. one. That's yes. okay. That's fine. So what they did was is that the community felt like they were being harassed. Because remember, they already cooperated with them the first yes. time. They cooperated with them the first time. They were saying that all we see is police officers playing cops and robbers. And he was also saying, quote, you know, fishing with a grenade is not what I call a fishing exposition. What's the investigation all about? You know, they had no evidence. They this had no evidence. Swami they had, this is Swami talking. talking. They okay. had no evidence. So then the Bhagwan goes uh, on the offense, and where he says that if they want to leave this place, they have to destroy it with it, their mask of democracy, respect of individuality, uh, the constitution for freedom of expression, all that will go down the drain with Rajneesh Puram. Now, the Bhagwan says, you uh, see, finally says, no more cooperation, it's finished. They can all go to hell. So he's putting himself above the law. Yes, he is. And he's actually saying, you know, that if he's destroyed, the whole country's going down with him. Right. And the thing, too, is that now, now since he took away the religious aspect of it, now you're in, I think, my opinion, more of a cult-like situation. Okay. He, yes. You know, it's like, okay, now they're, quote-unquote, no longer a religion. And now, here we go. He was putting this, this, that device together to test everybody. And he was even saying he felt that he was, they were put, put there in Oregon to, to rid the United States of, you know, their dirty politics, their hypocrisy, that we needed all to be deprogrammed. So he was almost, he was going to take over, the, he wanted to take over the United States of America. Yeah, starting with Oregon. Starting with Oregon. So then Mr. Weaver pops up and then the, there's the big quote there. It says, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. That's right. Because remember during this time is that some of these people are looking at jail time. After the first the first raid, where it was spreading around all those you know possible litigation against those people looking out for number one, and you guess who the biggest nut they caught was who? KD. KD. And KD. he was the mayor. KD was the former mayor. Uh, he, this is everything that Swami was talking about. He enjoyed the power that Sheila gave him. Uh, after Sheila left, he realized he could go to jail. So he's looking at he's looking at a hard time. Uh, so he goes to the federal government for a deal and turn state evidence. Now, he gave more damning evidence than even they could imagine. 
Right, because he was in he all was of in those season, meetings, all the meetings with Sheila. Yeah, and the thing is that he, uh, Swami was mentioning to him that uh, he offered him a lawyer, but of course he turned it down. And then, but he he didn't understand because you know why are you, you know Sheila bullied you. He was there when he saw it, called him a wimp and all that kind of stuff. He physically assaulted, or yeah. she physically assaulted. Physically assaulted him on numerous times. Mm-hmm. So of course you know he decides to stay evidence, and then of course. Good Miss Sheila pops up into the screen, and what is her comments about Katie? Katie was a coward. His his actions disgusting that he would sell himself. Yeah, so... Well, no, he didn't sell himself. He sold her out. Yeah, well, once again, it's her perspective, because it's her skin. It's not his. Well, he's saving his skin, because the reason why he's saving his skin is because she had him do all this stuff, or he is aware... He was a puppet. Total puppet. She took full advantage of him. So, here comes the indictment. So, after Katie turns, the indictments come for uh, defrauding the United States of false statements. Bogwan and seven others with 35 counts were brought up. And uh, the arrest, But the thing was, there was a trick to this. There's the trick. The trick was uh, the arrest had to be simultaneously. Because uh, it, it had to go boom, boom, as he said. It had to go one after another. Because remember, Sheila, she's only 50 miles away from Switzerland. You can't extradite from Switzerland. So Sheila's right there. So if she, she all takes the phone call, they're done. It's done. It's over with. So it had to be very, they had to be very crafty with how they had to work this. So this is where they're not telling anybody about the indictments. They're not telling about what the investigation. No, I think Swami wanted to know. Right? Well, no, he wanted to know. Of course he did. He was worried about the, the safety of the Bhagwan. Well, real quick before we go into that is that they're worried about you know the safety of not just the Bogwan, but the location of the ranch. There's so many different aspects of. It was in a box canyon. It was in a box canyon, and it was just like so much could go wrong so quick in such a short amount of time, because they were afraid of it. What's like you said it before, a Jonestown situation. But not only we're talking about people, we're talking about the firepower. Now we just talked about that little plan what they would do with all these weapons. Well, this is what they ended up accumulating: so it's seventeen thousand four hundred rounds of uh, two twenty three ammo, which goes along with the twenty Uzi rifles, ninety six AK forty sevens, and a million rounds of AK forty seven ammo. Now, all that just in that little spot is more than the entire state of Oregon's officials had. The whole state they had more than the whole state. So, if the whole state decided to show up and circle the place, they're still outgunned. So that raises a tons of questions, and not to mention the fact that the people were going to protect not only the Bogwan but the community at all costs, and they even show it. it's like you come in, we're coming. You know they were, and even the Bogwan was for that. He yes. was t- calling them to arms. You know, you can come, but we're going to be ready for you. But the thing is, is that also you have other people who are spooked at that because you, it's easy to talk brave until you actually have to pick it up, and, and now you're dealing with the face to face. Of course, while this is happening, the National Guard is posting up all over the place. So, of course, now Swami, he's obviously the lawyer. He's trying to uh, uh, negotiate a voluntary surrender to avoid all the bloodshed. But, of course, Turner, uh, he wouldn't confirm that there was an indictment at all. Like I said, they're keeping it shut, and uh, they won't discuss uh, involuntary surrender. So it wasn't on the table. He didn't even want to give them that opportunity to even think that there's something going on. So that's just Paul. All yeah, part because of the if surprise. they were going to, if he was going to negotiate a voluntary surrender, they knew well that would tip off 
the Bhagwan, oh, I might, I need to get going. Exactly. So they, well, first of all, they didn't even, they didn't trust the Bhagwan because obviously the, the, the past has pretty much set up everything. And they knew that in reality, Swami didn't have any control. Yeah. Nobody had a control, control over, over the Bhagwan. No, Sheila was the only possible one that maybe and even. she's gone. And she's gone. So now they're just like, and of course, Swami said that they know that there was an assault forthcoming. So Mr. Bowerman, yeah, Mr. he's Bowerman. back, the guy with the, the hat. hat. Mr. Hat, Okay, yep. He sees, he's out doing his ranching with the cows, he's out on his horses, and he's been asked to keep his eyes and ears open for yes. anything unusual that's going on out there. Because they're next door neighbors. Yes. So he sees two Learjets land, so he calls his friend Tom, who asked him about this, and he told them that they landed, and about 45 minutes later... They took off, and he was suspect. He didn't know for sure, but he suspected that the Bogwan was on those jets, or one jet. Obviously, he's on a jet. Yeah, they, well, yeah. There was, there were, there was two jets. There was two jets that took off. Of course. So one had the Bogwan, and I don't know who would what or who or Maybe what was decoy. in the other. Or yeah, or it could have been his stuff. Yeah, probably. All the bars of gold. Yeah, so Swami is informed by Isabel. We don't know who that is, but it doesn't matter that the Bogwan just left the ranch and he's he wait a minute he says so Swami he's like what are you talking she goes what's going on what's going on and he says I don't know what you're talking about well the Bogwan just left and yeah, what he went did to, he, he went say to the, uh, he went to the air, uh, the air, air strip and he just left and he goes oh shit <laughs> that's not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and then Turner pops in and what does he say he says I'm not surprised, but I saw an opportunity. And the next thing you know, pops up, wow, wow, country. Yeah, the the credits. The, the credits roll. So, alrighty. So it's setting the stage for the next part. For, for the next final, the episode That's six. That's right. So we've got a lot of things, but they did avoid that raid, the second raid. They yes, avoided that, they and avoided they even it. mentioned, I think this one man, the attorney general mentioned that he was afraid that they did put. A lot of pressure on that situation, and it was a danger. Yeah, it was. It was a dangerous thing that they did. There, hope you know. You would think that they would try a different method, and I think in these days, from that which was not implemented, right? There was other things that later on down the road in Texas. Yes, in the Texas. Yeah, that was another situation that was pitted, but. There's also another one in in Montana, Ruby Ridge. Ruby Ridge, but well, that's not for today's discussion. No. But it it's the same kind of pattern that you know that they get into this this situation. Well, it's it's, it's trying to expect the unexpected, but yeah, you know, you don't know what to expect, so you have to be prepared for all. Mm-hmm. So, alrighty, guys. Okay, well, that's that. it. That's episode five. Woo! What a ride so far. Guys, take care of yourself. Looking forward to uh, episode six. And I will say uh, good night, Holly. Good night.